Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Disclaimer time. This is where I tell everyone to lighten up. It's just a podcast. Trading is like that roller coaster at the amusement park. Thrilling, unpredictable, and potentially stomach churning. What works for one person might leave another clutching their hat in the wind. Our hosts and guests, they're awesome, knowledgeable, full of insights, but we're not financial advisors. So don't rush to make any investment decisions based solely on our banter. Always consult with a professional or do your own research. Plus, let's face it, we like to have fun, laugh, enjoy the trading ride together. It's all in the name of good podcasting fun. So remember, take it easy, don't bet the farm, and keep your seatbelts on at all times. Thank you for listening. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the China Shop, home of the Band of Traders podcast. We've got Baba Yaga, Mr. Banks in with me, snuck in through the back door because the shop is closed. We're just hanging out here, shooting the shit after hours. So uh, no promos and other crap. Let's just uh, let's just see how everyone's doing. What's going on, fellas? How are you guys doing? Can't complain. Well. Yeah, not too bad. And uh, <clears throat> you guys can promote something if you want. I'm just, uh, it's my lunch break. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting back with my feet up. Oh, yeah. I'll promote something. Well, you know, what we do have is a Discord called Vanta Trading. You guys probably heard of it before. I'm familiar. Yeah, we offer a two-week free trial. um, And included in that free trial is the opportunity to have your trading put under the microscope, which sounds scary. But what we do is give people the option to do a um, like a trader's 
baseline evaluation. And it's a chance to just answer a lot of questions and navigate some of the pitfalls that a trader may experience, even if they're profitable. And um, like a third party, like an independent set of eyes to take a look at it and give some um, some input, maybe a couple of things to work on and a couple of things to keep doing because you're doing them well. And um, yeah, so if somebody's ever been curious about what we do or um, wanted to check it out, it's a great time. Uh, the trial's two weeks and we usually can get uh, those evaluations done inside that time frame. And if somebody likes the evaluation and that's all they want to do and they peace out, that's cool. Um, but ideally, we'd have the chance on the back end of that to continue to follow up and help them with their progress. So that is yeah, I know uh, there's a few guys that uh, have taken you up on that. And I think still bend your ear every day. Oh, yeah. Trades and so I love that. Yeah, we, we usually have a we set up a group message between myself, Banks and whoever the person is. And it's an opportunity to uh, continue the conversation after everything's officially done. So, oh, that's freaking awesome to hear, man! And if anybody wants to know what that sounds like, we've actually recorded a couple of those, released them in previous episodes. You can find that looking through the back catalog. But today we're here, uh, we're here just to to kind of unwind after. I mean, really, what's been kind of a long year, more than anything, right? Yes. A few moments. Uh, this is the day before Thanksgiving. We're sitting down. Maybe just have a minute, kind of just talk about what our plans are, uh, how we're planning on celebrating. I don't know what we're thankful for. Uh, floor is open. What do you guys want to do? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'll go. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing. I got nothing real special uh, going on. Going over to the in-laws' house. Um, and then also because I work at a bank, I got to work on Fridays. So uh, you know, I got the I got the one day off Thursday, and then back to work on Friday. So do you get a lot of people calling in or like doing a lot of banking work on a uh, on Black Friday? the uh, The only call we typically get is when someone's shopping and for some reason their card doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> or when they need to up their limit. <laughs> yes, yes, that, yeah, that that's about that the call. only call we get. <laughs> That's yeah, I can't funny. imagine there's too many people running in there to to deposit a check. That's really interesting. No, and it, yeah, if if anything, it's to cash a check. Um, there you go. Yeah, you know, to, yeah, cash a check to go shopping. So, <laughs> so what? Uh, you said you're going to see the in laws, huh? What are you guys having? Uh, I think we're gonna having the whole family over there. It's my wife's family over there. I think there's gonna be about twenty people or so. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, traditional, you know, turkey dinner, all the sides feel fat afterwards, you know, just the, just the standard Thanksgiving. Does, uh, does everyone get along well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So you don't have the one know, crazy uncle that <laughs> likes to no, that, talk politics. No, that, that's, a, no, that's on my side <laughs> of the family. Funny. And then and then I and then I and then I'll call to you know I'll give a call to Baba if I need to really hear it. So, <laughs> is Baba that guy? <laughs> Come on now, I did, Baba, you seem a little too nice. I can't imagine you stirring up a bunch of shit at a family get together. Uh, no, I'm I'm a blast at a family get together though. I'm also all, uh, not allowed to like talk to clients because uh, I, I tend to be a, a little <laughs> bit direct. So. <laughs> I think we've had to reel you in a few times. It's funny you said like I I I, I don't know. It's funny that you said you oh you you know you're nice. I can't imagine you stirring up a bunch of a thing. I guess 
not in that setting. I like to have fun, man. Our, our our family shindigs are usually a pretty good time. You got a pretty big family too, don't you? Yeah, we got a. I have a big family, and then my, uh, you know, I I have three siblings. Um, the youngest, uh, my youngest sister actually just got married last this past weekend. So oh, yeah, had that, had that. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, and then um, obviously, well, they don't have any kids yet and uh my younger brother is married but he doesn't have any kids yet and then i have an older sister who has like four children and uh or no three she has three sorry and then we have five so you can imagine thanksgiving gathering at the baba family house is out of control I just went to go see my brother. He's got five boys. I thought it was going to be insanity, but surprisingly well-behaved. Wow. We have a good mixture. It's funny you mentioned your sister getting married. That actually reminds me of going to my, not the youngest. She's the second oldest in the family. I went to her wedding and she got mad because I wouldn't put my tie on. And I think I ended up telling her that I'm not the one marrying you. <laughs> I don't have to do what you say. That <laughs> 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 didn't go over too well. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, we we go to my mom and dad's um, for Thanksgiving. They they uh, it's funny. My dad moved around a lot because of his job. So they um, and they provided housing, and so um, they didn't own a home until well, when they first got married, they owned a home. But then because of work, they they didn't mm-hmm. like own a home for themselves until. I guess like five years ago or something, they they built a home, hmm. and um, so it's really kind of special, um, because that's kind of been a focal point for our family since then, is to mm-hmm. go to the house and it's like a it's a real cool, um, like uh, cabin, uh, they, on, on like a farm, and um, the kids always go play in the woods and you know fire in the fireplace. Mom cooks tons of. You know, she'll cook a turkey, a ham, chicken, like whatever. She there's like tons of food. Everybody hangs out. It's a good time. Um, just you, eat you until maybe, you feel sick. You maybe not have seen this, but I bet Banks probably has. Being from the the Midwest, uh, do you ever see those silos that get re like turned into like small homes? Oh yeah, um, like actually, old, um, yeah, I've, yeah. I've, I've also seen shipping containers. The shipping um, containers don't look turned. as cool. The silos, though, just no, oh, every no. time I see one of those get turned in, I get jealous. I was actually like driving around looking at old farmlands trying to find one that had a had one I could try to renovate. I'd rather live yeah, in there, that. There than... was a there was a customer of ours who built on a farmland. He actually took three silos and built. Uh, he basically combined it all the three. It was a it was a pretty cool property. Uh, huh. It's a very unique property. Yeah. Man, those when they do them right, though, man, those things just look really, really cool. Although yeah. I've always wondered, how do you hang something on a circular wall? Carefully. That's a great question. <laughs> and and creatively. That is a great question. Right. Do you guys right. only do um, Thanksgiving stuff on Thanksgiving, or does it spill over to the days after? I hate turkey, if you can believe it. I'm not what? a huge. Yeah, I'm not. Like most of the Thanksgiving foods, I don't really care for. Except stuff in my jam. Kyle, Kyle. I just, I mean, I like mashed potatoes. I like stuffing. That's about it. I'd rather have a steak or some snow crab or something. Huh. 
Like if I'm going to do a Thanksgiving dinner, you know, I'm doing what I want. Yeah, I mean, he's in for the high end stuff, Baba. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was among royalty. Uh, believe it or not, the <laughs> seafood used to be the poor people's food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would say I'm, I'm not a huge turkey guy, but I'm a big sides guy. Um, you know, mm-hmm. all the sides like, uh, you know, the, you know, candied yams and mashed potato stuffing. That's 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 what I go with. I'm, I'm not a huge turkey guy, but you almost have to get a slice just to. I'll get a piece just day. to try it. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's always dry. I think, My wife makes I think it a pretty good turkey. Depends but... how you. Yeah, I think it depends how you cook it too. Uh, yeah, I just think know, I just deep, don't the care. The deep for the fried meat. turkey is better. Yeah, I've not that. tried that yet. Oh well, it's very dangerous have, to cook that way. Yeah, <laughs> have you ever had turkey? Then I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to fry something, I might as well just fry a chicken because it's so much better. Hmm. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean. We've deep fried turkeys, smoked turkeys, um, cooked them in the oven like normal people. We did one one year with the salt shell, almost like we like completely encapsulated it in salt and then baked it in that. Mm. Something my dad wanted to try that actually came up pretty good. Interesting. That's also what you do to like giant chunks of pork. That's how you cure it, isn't it? Well, if you're gonna smoke it in like a pit smoker, real heavy salt. It's like a go-to, yeah. It's like a big, big side, like a pig side or something like that. I've never done that before. Yeah, takes forever, but it's almost impossible to screw it up unless you catch <laughs> it on fire. <laughs> I don't think I, I just can't eat that stuff as much anymore these days. It messes with my gut. Mm, I would have Which to. It's a shame because it's so good. Yeah, I'm big fan of smoking giant chunks of ca- uh, pig and cow. Yeah, for me, it's a New York strip or a ribeye. You just can't go wrong with one of those. Yeah. I did cook steaks the other day in a different way. It was actually a couple months ago. I cooked them. Um, I did the whole, like, the way they do, like, competition steaks, I guess, where you, um, like, tie the little thing on them and, like, season them pretty heavily. And then the grill's, like, really hot. And it's, like, sear, sear, and then wrap it and let it rest for a few minutes. And then... It, put it back on quickly and like braise it and then it one more time and then it's done. Mm-hmm. I'd always just like got the grill hot, cook it, cook it. It made a huge difference in how the, how the steak turned out. Yeah. You got to get that sear in there to lock in all the juices. Yeah. It was magical. Honestly. You ever try salt, uh, salt brine or dry brining before you cook it? Uh, I don't know what that is. Do it's tell. Just- coarse salt you just cover it with it and you stick it in the fridge for like two hours before you cook it before you cook it wipe all the salt and shit off of it but it kind of like pulls the moisture out and makes the meat a lot more tender huh i did just do salt and pepper on the on those that's all i do yeah salt and pepper and a little bit of garlic it's great yeah i i used to get in trouble because the girl, like Wesley, the oldest one, she'll eat steak with me, like the way I eat it. The other one wants to put A1 sauce on it, so I used to always get a top round for her. That's a shame. Wesley, you you can have a strip with me. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't put all that. Do you put stuff on your steak, Banks? Um, I would say that I don't eat a ton of steak because uh, my kids are very picky. Um, so we do mostly, you know, chicken and... Um, Pizza. Which is weird. They like like pulled pork and stuff like that, but they don't like steak, which is hmm. whatever. 
So when we go out to eat, I'll get a steak. Uh, but I don't know if it's good. I got two girls and a boy on the way. That's why the boy will be with you. He'll eat your steaks. Yeah, yeah, he will. <laughs> my uh, son, my oldest, is uh, 10. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, one specifically, is really into like um, most anything I show interest in. But especially like he's taken up with like cooking on the grill um cooking ri- like smoking ribs smoking uh pork butts like he pretty much could do it himself other than That's like awesome. getting everything lit like he knows the steps like he knows the whole process it's pretty freaking cool so you know how many beers it takes before you're supposed to flip it <laughs> no he doesn't <laughs> a know that secret right there. <laughs> yeah. can't tell him everything i know right but it's uh it's it's fun to, like he's getting old enough to kind of enjoy some of that stuff so isn't it the fun like when the kids start to get to that age where they can take an interest in something and they're good at it yep yeah for sure it's always fascinating i think to watch like little people turn into like fully functional adults (laughs) (laughs) little people turn into big people yeah that's kind of where my daughter i so i got two daughters six and three yeah and uh that's how that's how my daughter is so my wife was a gymnastics coach and competed uh, when she was younger and that's oh, wow. how my daughter is. She's, she's, I mean, if you came to our house, it looks like we have a gym in our house. It's uh, <laughs> we got bars and beam and a tumble track. It's unbelievable. Oh, but she loves cool. it. Like she wants, yeah, she won't, she, I mean, she, like she gets home from school and she's doing routines and stuff for hours. So, I mean, I don't care. She's having fun with it. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's, it's so cool to watch her compete and be, be into something. And be good at it too. <laughs> yeah, and be good at it. Six years old. Is she competing like like real competition or is it just the like yeah. the learning yep. like kind of really? That seems yeah, young. She's in uh she's in level two this year, actually. What does that mean? So yeah, she's so she so you start off on level one and the elites go to level ten. And uh so she's in level two and doing she's got like six or seven meets this year where, you know, they're a couple hours long, so they're they're hard to go to unless your daughter's competing. <laughs> but, well, but, uh, here's the, here's the, the real question. Thing, right? <laughs> here's the real question for you though, Banks. What level would you be if you were uh, if you were competing? If if they did negative, I think I would be there. <laughs> what does level one a... do? Let's start there. I don't know um, why this is fascinating to me. I want to know where I rank. Is that like so, somersaults I mean, I, you and know, cartwheels? So it's it's you know it's cartwheels and the jumps and stuff like that and. I can do a um, and and uh, so I can do that. I I could probably be close to a level one, but I am by far the least fl- like flexible person you've ever met. So I don't know how much farther I could go beyond that. Did you used to play sports? Yeah, I mean, I played baseball and football. You know, I always see them stretching I, out though. The I stretched didn't mean I was flexible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's two different things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was a good athlete, but I, no, I I would say this: I was good at baseball. I was not a very good athlete overall. I was very good at the sports that I played. Was that just like naturally gifted, but didn't really care to put the time into like the work, or was it? No, I just it was, was just the work I was, like uh, your thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're playing baseball and stuff like that, I mean, I could I could hit a baseball. I mean, I competed against a lot of you know guys that you know that played in the league and stuff like that, and. Mm-hmm. um and I, and I was always a good hitter and, you know, good fielder, but like, you know, 
I'm, I wasn't fast by any means, you know, and <laughs> right. and that's what I mean. Like, like I, I had a lot of skill, but I wasn't a very good athlete is what I was trying to like an overall athlete, fast, flexible, could bench a lot, you know, could weight lift a lot yeah. and all that. I, I think I know what you mean. Like I was always decent at pretty much every sport that I played at, but was never great at anything. If that makes sense. There's only two things yeah. that I think I've ever been terrible at. One of them is bowling. I just never figure that one out. Yo, I suck at bowling. Yeah, me too. And everybody <laughs> always wants to do it. Like, no, I'll go. I'll be in the billiard room over there, <laughs> shooting pool. I could do that. Now you give me a big giant stick, maybe I could hit the pins. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, we, my wife just um every time we go, she just absolutely demolishes me at bowling. <laughs> But my dad is like a 200 bowler. My grandpa was 200. Like he was, he could have been on the pro circuit if he wanted to actually work at it, but he just wanted to do it for fun. Now my grandma's in a league in her uh, retirement home. I guess they do them on Wii bowling units now. Are you kidding me? You're kidding me. No, I'm not joking. I'll have to see oh, if I can dig up a picture. Oh my God, are you there's, serious? I swear there's like 20 of these big screen televisions. They're all lined up. These people have like, like actual like league jackets and like shirts that they wear when they go to compete uh, i'm not i'm not i'm not believing this right <laughs> i now. swear it's the most amazing thing i've ever seen and the, it, but it's wee bowling it's but all they, on the wee but they yep. wear jackets and <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god dude, it's awesome <laughs> like damn you guys have room like what's the minimum age I wanna, I wanna oh my here. god that's amazing that's such a um that's such a cool thing, though, because as you're, you know, as you get older and whatever, it's so cool to see them use something like Make a use of technology, to create an opportunity for to stay connected to like, you know, yeah. the, rim, the things that they used to enjoy. <clears throat> that is shocking. I had no clue. She, she told me that she told me that they she told me that they took a field trip to go do an escape room once. And that one Probably went about as well as you'd expect. It was just a bunch oh. of 80-year-olds sitting down, like, complaining. <laughs> they didn't even try to solve anything. Just sat for an hour and waited to get Janus, out. Janus, this sucks. That's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, my kids, get this, uh, have broken three televisions downstairs in the, uh, in the like, playroom den area. Because wow. um, the Wii, the straps? Well, two of them were just like playing too rough in the house. But the the last one was the – and I told them like, guys, if you break another TV, I, I'm like, dad's not buying it. Like I'm not buying another TV. <laughs> um, and my um, – actually after the second one, I was like, I'm not buying another one. But my, my dad gave them a TV. So the third one was a gift, and I was like, hey, if you break this one, I'm still not buying another one. And dude, mm -hmm. like maybe four months ago, they were down there playing. <clears throat> I don't know if it was we golf or bowling, but demolished the TV. The, the thing <laughs> flew out of their hand. <laughs> it just shattered. It looked like a spider web had been like just painted onto it. And I was like, well, that's it. So like one side uh. doesn't work and one side does, and they still try to play the Wii. <laughs> and just look at the one side right so yeah it's it's kind of um it's like a principled thing like my wife has even sent me like pictures like should i pick up this tv or like hey this tv's on sale and i'm like nope not buying it not paying for another tv <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you start an account for them so they when they do their chores they can earn a TV? Well, they they all have um, at various times had money that they could have done that with. Yeah, chore money or birthday money or um, just different things. And I tell them like, hey, y'all should get together. And you know, TVs are very inexpensive at this point. You know, especially with Black could, Friday coming up. Yeah, or we could even buy um, like I'll take you to like a thrift store and you can see if there's a TV there really cheap. That way, if you break it again, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but um, so far, about layaway. I'm trying to help them understand that <laughs> stuff just doesn't fall out of the sky. Like you right. have to pay for it. Um, so, and I, my wife is kind of getting soft on it. She thinks I'm being too hard on them. But um, let me that, that brings up a good question here. I'll ask. Uh, well, let's start with banks. What's the most expensive thing you broke as a kid growing oh, up? God. Um, I threw a baseball through like a, like, I don't know how big it was, but it was like a 20 gallon fish tank at our house. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. How old were you? The funny, I was probably like four oh, at the time. Man. The funny thing about it is we moved. So I used to live in California and we moved and we went back like, I don't know, five years, six years later. And the people that we gave the fish, cause we saved all the fish. Yeah. They were all like goldfish or whatever. And uh, we took it to the neighbor's pond that was in their backyard. And we went back and visited them. We went back. Those goldfish were unbelievably sized. It was unreal. Yeah. They were all still alive and they were like a foot long. Yeah, they don't um, stop growing apparently. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my parents weren't very happy um, when that happened. Well, you know, the fish tank was the cost of it. But the, and then you have 20 gallons of water going all over the floor and furniture and so yeah it was pretty costly (laughs) you threw a baseball through it why were you throwing a baseball yeah that's my question well he's um yeah i mean you know i had two older brothers so i don't know how i mean i don't remember it but i i know the story of it because i've been told it many times um but i you know i think those fish were kind of in for it because i used to think that i was (laughs) i used to i used to think that i was (laughs) Well, I used to think that I was feeding them uh, fish food. I was actually feeding them baby powder. Oh, Jesus. So, so <laughs> I'm, su- I'm surprised they, they were alive anyway, to be completely honest. Oh, dear God. Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen. And I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. What about you, Baba? What's the worst thing you ever broke? <sighs> I'm trying to think, man. I threw a ninja star through a um through a window at our house. I don't know how much that cost to replace. A ninja but- star? <laughs> I was going to say through his friend. <laughs> no, yeah, um, that's just the first thing that came to mind. Probably, probably not the most expensive, but you know, um, you know, like you know those little, like it was a metal ninja star, like with points yeah. all the way around it. Yep. And yep. when I was a when I was a kid, I was really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We know, all were. Or, you know, early nineties. Who wasn't? Mid nineties. Who was your turtle, by the way? Um, my favorite one was uh, uh Raphael, dude. Raphael and Donatello, they kind of ran. Raphael, I always thought Raphael was a douche. He was down to business, man. He wasn't no playing around. I get, I need to rewatch the Turtles movies. Maybe I'm maybe I was too harsh on him. No, uh, I mean he was kind of a a dig, but um, I was always a Donatello man myself. I like Donatello. I mean, dude, fearless leader, cool, calm, and collected. Like who who doesn't love that guy? Right? He's not the leader. Leonardo's the leader. Wait, wait, wait! Donatello was the stick guy. I was, yeah. I got my names mixed up. Sorry, <laughs> Leonardo. Okay, hold on. So you got Leonardo, Raphael, um, Michelangelo, and Donatello. Donatello. Okay, sorry. Leonardo, the sword guy, was my second favorite. Okay, okay, that's acceptable. The leader, the chill guy, calm under pressure, always yes. had a solution. At the Raphael, I kind of identified with him because he was kind of, kind of a hothead, pissed, pissed off sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. I think the people who identify with Raphael are always douchebags. Ouch! Ugh. I probably have to cut that. Oh. That's a quarter. It's, of okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people from Seattle. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Um, Were you yeah, uh, big I, into turtles bags? Um. I mean, I watched him. I wasn't super big into him. Um, he was too busy throwing fish tank uh, baseballs and fish tanks. To, uh, yeah, <laughs> at least his was round and soft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you threw a ninja star. I mean, look, I got the ninja star it, it, from the from the flea market. Did y'all have flea markets? That's where we up? always. Yeah, we all yeah. got our ninja stuff from there. Yeah, exactly. You bought it from some Nunchucks. guy named Terry. He was probably like, hey, <laughs> hey, kids, y'all want one of these ninja stars? He had a lazy eye. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was watching three tables down and looking you dead in the face at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I got both of you guys beat monetarily wise. Oh, yeah? What'd you I break? also lived in California when I was, uh, I think it was third grade. It was in Bakersfield before they closed down the Air Force Base. My dad was stationed there. I was out riding my bike with some of the other kids 
and we're riding in the parking lot at base housing and we wanted to race to see which of the two of us was faster and so we sent a kid down ahead to make sure nobody was coming and this is how stupid we are he ran he raced all the way down to the end of the lane and then came all the way back to say it's clear there's nobody there <laughs> like, okay great we're good to go so <laughs> So he calls go, we tear ass down there, and then out of nowhere, this brand new Corvette, still has the dealer plates on it, just pulls out of nowhere. Uh, the other kid manages to swerve. I go right into the headlight and just jam this thing in to where it won't even, like, it was one of those ones that had the pop-up headlights, you know? Oh my yeah. god, Kyle. Yeah, so, yeah, this thing was like, he literally, I think, just picked it up from the dealership that day. <laughs> that guy probably wanted to get out and abs- literally murder y'all. No, I think he was actually more terrified because he just hit a kid on a bike in a oh. parking lot. <laughs> I was terrified. He even asked, like, do you want me to tell your dad for you? And I, this, I remember thinking, like, no, I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wiped the tears out of my eyes and told my dad. Wiped your nose on your sleeve of yep. your little... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, though, the first thing he asked was if I was okay. I'm like, yep. That's I thought for sure he was going to be pissed that i just hit a brand new corvette i actually texted my dad and said like what's the what's the most expensive thing i broke as a kid and he was like i don't know as a kid but i know as a high schooler it was when you totaled your car and i was like yeah yeah, that's a good point oh god how did that happen uh playing with the radio oh okay that's not so bad playing with the radio drove off uh like hung at the edge of a curb and uh hit a telephone pole oh that's a little yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. No wonder why you can't look at the chart and drive. Jesus. Okay. Okay. Oh, you shouldn't. Hold okay. <laughs> hold on. Let's just get this out there. If you're a police officer in the Missouri area, you need to look around uh, where this guy lives. I'll leave the rest of the details out because he'll have a laptop open in his car connected to his phone and he will be trading the stock market while driving and through traffic. That is a fact. You tell me how that's possible. Hey, a good setup's a good setup. <laughs> right? <laughs> like when I, when I'm, when we're, t- uh, it, you, actually to your credit, it used to be a lot more like back, you know, to, a year ago, two years ago, it would, it was very common. You haven't done it that much lately. That I know of. No, it's no. I think it's it, it's now based on the, just the way I trade. I mean, I just trade certain times, and back then it was. Uh, I felt you know you almost feel like when you're, you know, when you're making money, it's like you want to be making money more often. So and there's <laughs> just a all the opportunities. Trading. Yeah, you, you know, every opportunity that came up, I wanted to be in it because I knew that my my uh, my edge was there. Um, mm-hmm. So take it. Um, Cause usually when I didn't take it is the ones that run for ever and, right. and then I regret it. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, you know, they got the heads up displays on cars these days. Yes. Like where you can yeah. see like your speed and everything. How hard would it be to pipe in a, a stock chart? Just put like the cues on your windscreen. Mm, I don't know. I can tell you this. Speaking that would be of way more distracting in. though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to use a Renko chart to stay <laughs> So I'm pretty um pretty big into just, into yeah, golfing. Just have, a, just have it projected on the windshield. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um so I'm pretty big into golfing. We were speaking of doing things in your car you should and we were going down to Augusta to the Masters. Oh, that'd probably be fun. Yeah, it's it's a blast. 
highly recommend. And we were uh, headed down on a Thursday to catch Friday rounds. And I didn't want to not be able to watch the Masters while heading down there. <clears throat> so, yeah. so I just like my truck at the time just had a normal like radio head unit, you know, nothing yeah. special. And I, uh, I actually smooth talked Mrs. Yaga into the need that I had for a like touch screen, like one of those big screen uh, yeah, I know deals with like a car play and all this stuff. And it also had a HDMI input. And, and so I, if there's any law enforcement officers listening, just mute it at this point. They have a <laughs> setting that if the parking brake isn't on, it won't allow you to like connect to the screen to like watch a movie or in this case, watch live television. But I wired it in a certain way to allow for that display to still work and then bought an adapter for my phone. So we watched, we watched the masters on the screen of the car all the way down to Augusta. It was so cool, but it, it was also super uh, dangerous after that. Cause if I was ever going anywhere and there was like a game on, I wanted to watch or, you know, whatever, I would just connect my phone to the thing and, you know, watch football on a Saturday. That's a hard thing to, to not do again once you've gotten away with it once. Yeah. Additionally, yeah. I connected, um, I remoted to my computer and and uh, had Sierra charts displaying on that screen at times as well, which was pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Am I the only one who has not traded in the car? Well, wait, no, never mind. <laughs> I've just done it on my phone. Yeah. It was, was cool thinking, though, man. Yeah. Last time I went down to see my dad in Oklahoma City, I had to stop and I had to close out a credit spread on the road because it was getting close to the the end of the day, and mm. uh, it was it was in it was running well, and I didn't want to close it out when I stopped for gas. So I, had to, I just had to keep an eye on the charts in that last hour. So you were trading options in the car. That's way worse than trading futures. It was it wasn't trading options. It was managing a position. I just okay. had to close it when I was ready to close it. So I had the order all queued up. All I had to do is just send it. Send it, bro. That's but, funny. Um, that's about the. Worst I'll just I'll just clear the air. This is not financial advice or life advice. Just throw no. it out there. No, my yeah. wife is going to kill me when she listens to this. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to say something to make her happy? Um, she makes. I'm excited for Thanksgiving because she makes some of the best green beans and some of the best um, uh, mashed potatoes of like anybody. So I put her mashed potatoes against mine any day. Think they're well, that good? What is she? What's the secret? What's the secret sauce? I don't know. They're real. They they're real. Yeah. They're, they're a little bit. They have still some soft clumps in them, which is my favorite. I don't like like super creamy like. All yeah, the like way. the instant mash. Nah, I used yeah, to eat that as a kid. Yeah. I want. I like. It's like real potatoes. You can tell it's like little potato chunks. Mm, little sour cream in there. I think she'd. Mixes some Sour other cream. goodies oh, in. Yeah. I never tried yeah. I do uh, half and half. I put a little bit of oh, half and half in there to fluff it up. Yeah, fluff it up. Yeah, I like it. And the that. only reason why I use half and half is because we never have milk anymore. <laughs> why don't you have milk, Kyle? Because we don't have kids anymore. They're all moved You don't out, drink so. milk? I don't know. Why? I'm not I'm not five anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I I'm have a glass you don't of milk. eat cereal either. 
I do sometimes, but I have to use half and half because that's usually what we have. Dear God, you have half and half in your cereal? I, if, I, if that's what you got to use, then... I mean, sometimes I want my Count Chocula. What am I going to do? So you say you're not five years old. That's why you don't have milk. But you have Count Chocula, my guy. Hey, I'm, come on, man. You're really going to you really gonna rag on Count Chocula? That's the best cereal. <laughs> yeah. It's, and yeah. it only comes out once a year. Oh, jeez. What is life, dude? I eat Special K. Am I old? Uh, eh, I don't know. My wife eats grits. Oh, dude, me too. I'm I on an oatmeal kick lately, though. I'm on a pretty big oatmeal kick right now. So steel good. cut? Huh? Steel cut? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if they're steel cut. Probably not. I don't know. I just yeah, know they're real. I just like them. Not a snob, then, I take it. <laughs> mm, no. I've been called a lot of things. Snob is usually not on the list. Me neither. <laughs> now, Banks, on the other hand. Oh, but, easy. <laughs> Are you a foodie, buddy? Not, uh, not, not particularly. Um, yeah. So I would say I'm, I'm not, I'm not a huge, I mean, I like food obviously, but it's like, like my wife will ask me like, you know, what do you want for dinner? I, to be honest, I don't really care. I could pick whatever I wanted on any, you know, any given night. I, I mean, I like a good meal, but. There's something weird about picking. That's just annoying. Yeah. Um, I think it's partially due because she's a little bit picky like my kids. So like, I know yeah. that I'll eat any place that they want to eat. Um, but like, you know, for instance, like when I go out with customers, like I'll pick like a nicer restaurant just cause I don't go with my family there mm-hmm. and it's, you know, I'm entertaining customers or whatever, but because you know that they're not going to want to go. It's your chance to get, I know what you're talking about. I used to do that when I was working um, a remote job, like not a, not a, what's that, a traveling gig where I'd, go to different data centers and help them commission and start up their equipment. Like that was the only good thing about that job was getting to go eat at like Papa Do's whenever I want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there, there, there's a place here that we go to that's like a cigar club too, which is always nice, you know, get a good meal and have a cigar and drink and make it a fun afternoon. <laughs> I haven't had a cigar in a long time. Mm. I don't do it a lot, uh, but it's, it's nice to have one every now and then. What makes a cigar good? Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, I would say it's more, it's more of the, uh, like the place that we go, it's like, I would never do like at my house, mm. uh, but I think it's more of like the place we go, just, you know, being around people and ambiance, you know, that kind of, yeah, the ambiance of it. But I, I, I mean, Baba, I think Baba smokes cigars, don't you? Yeah. Every now and then? Yeah. Yeah. A couple times a month, probably. I worked with the guy who uh, went to Cuba. I think it was Cuba or one of those other places where like you got to tour one of those factories that makes a bunch of the cigars, like the fancy ones. And he said it was yeah. just this like sweatshop like environment, <laughs> just a bunch of these like fat old women wearing like short shorts and they're like pounding out the leaves on their, like their sweaty thighs, <laughs> like straightening them out to roll everything together. It's <laughs> oh. like, oh, that's what gives it that, 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 mm, that flavor. It's that, is it? It gives it that flavor? <laughs> I guess it is. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been back since. I don't think Swisher Sweets do that, but like the, the high-end ones, I think that's what you're getting. Hmm. It's like that super expensive coffee that's been like shit out by a ferret. Um, What? I don't drink that. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard of that? I've heard of it before. I, I would yeah. never drink that stuff. I give that a swift Google real quick. Yeah, it's like $200 an ounce or something ridiculous. 
that that was the coffee that was in the movie The Bucket List, if I'm not mistaken. It might if, have been. Uh, if you've ever watched that movie. Which one was it? Who was in that one? Um, it wasn't a Ben Stiller Morgan one, Fre- was it? No, that was, uh, it was Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. I thought, oh, right? okay. I think You've got to be kidding me. That's a real thing. Yeah. Coffee's yeah. Luwak. Yeah, that, that's the coffee that's in that movie. And yeah, it's really expensive and... They come to find out that it's uh it's made from droppings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, partially digested coffee cherries that have been eaten and defecated by the Asian palm civet. They ferment as they pass through the civet's intestines. After mm. being defecated, they're collected. <laughs> How would you like to have that job? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but- like, would oh, you like, rather be the taste tester or the guy who has to clean all the berries? God, neither. I'm sure it's, I'm not eating it. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm. That is not. We don't do that here. Oh God, that's unbelievable. Uh all right. We need to. Uh, we need to segue into something else real quick so we can wrap this up. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. What are you guys doing for uh, Christmas? You got any plans for the holidays? Uh, Christmas looks a lot. Yeah, Christmas. I mean, I'll take some time off. Um, probably take some time off from trading. Take some time off from work in general. Like, uh, and you, my wife and I take a trip every year for four or five days with no kids mm-hmm. uh, in, in December. Uh, that's kind of like a Christmas tradition. Nice. Um, we just get away, and actually, it's kind of fun. We like do some shopping, go to some nice restaurants. Do whatever, just you know, no kids, kind of just a just a little break, and then um, like the cr- actual Christmas vibes, like around Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we have a group of friends that come over most Christmas Day mornings for breakfast and gifts and hanging out. And yeah, then, we do that too. Yeah, and then we go to like family that night, and then uh, usually go to my f- my wife's family on Christmas Eve, and that's pretty much it. It's low key. Yeah. How about you, Banks? Yeah, same here. Um, you know, my so my parents still live in California. So, you know, for us, it's more with her parents here in town. And, and you know, in the past, we've done stuff like where we've gone out there, but it's just yeah. so freaking expensive. Um, yeah, I know. You know, to fly out there with a family of four, it's like $3,000, whatever, round trip. It's just like, it's not worth I'd rather just go in the summertime when prices drop and stuff yeah, like and that. And the kids but, would have more fun anyway because you can. Oh, have, yeah. That you're taking away from all this stuff. You're giving them yep. some of their presence there. They yeah, don't get so to ours really is, play with it. Yeah. Yeah. Ours is pretty low key. We do our own thing in the mornings uh, or in the morning. And then we go over to their house um, or my in-laws house in the afternoon, kind of spend the day there. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's, it's pretty low key. And then, you know, I'll probably do the same thing as Bob. I, you know, I, I'll probably take off from trading a little bit. I won't take off from work. That's actually kind of a nice time of year to get a lot of stuff caught up at the end of the year but yeah pretty low-key though but you yeah i don't know i don't know what we're doing this year for christmas um our daughter's coming out uh, she flies in tomorrow thursday and so she's gonna hang out with us for thanksgiving uh normally the wife has she usually plans something for them like it's like a scavenger hunt or one year she did an escape room um we did we did a, a. You ever watch the show Taskmaster? It's a British show. They like make these uh, like comedians like do random tasks, like build this uh, the tallest thing out of this equipment, and but you're no, blindfolded and that. you have like a certain amount of time. 
it's like stuff like that. She, we ended up doing one year where we all had to compete at that. So like building like the tallest structure out of like spaghetti noodles and marshmallows, but doing it with gloves on and blindfolded in 20 minutes, like that kind of stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it sounds fun. It was, it was, uh, it was more entertaining than I thought it would be. You don't it realize how like... stupid you look until you watch this video of yourself trying to build a structure with no. <laughs> she's she's like got it. She's like real creative and smart and capable. That's kind of. Fun. She's always been really good at doing like stuff like that for the girls. Uh, I, I hope they appreciate it. They shouldn't have by this by this point. I think they finally realized how much work she's putting a lot of that stuff. I think she still has some of the templates too. If you want me to send them to you. Might be something fun you can do with your guys' kids. Yeah, uh, I don't. Bl- yeah, I, I sure wouldn't be able to think. He's got five of them. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but stop. Stop. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be uh, probably low key Christmas here. I was trying to get my dad to come out. I know he's just sitting around in Oklahoma doing nothing. Tough when it's cold out though. He doesn't like driving. Hmm. So he lives in OKC. Yeah, yeah. He's been yeah. there for the last. 11 years or so now works over at Tinker or did work for Tinker. Now he's retired. Gotcha. He's been, he's been probably as many places as I have. He lived in Nebraska, Texas, Tucson, California. He's been all over. So your dad was in the military. What, which, uh, which branch? He was air force. He did 11 years. And then when Clinton took over, he, uh, he bought a lot of people out, let them gave him like, a, I think he got like a six figure bonus to get out or maybe not quite that much. Maybe it was five. Yeah, they paid him a big old chunk of money. But then what sucked is when he retired, because he was working for the government uh, at Tinker Air Force Base as a civilian, they're still counting his time. But in order to actually retire, he had to pay back a portion of that bonus. And this is like 30 years later. Jesus Christ. But now he's doing good. So what what made you go into the Navy then? Uh, (laughs) You want the real answer? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, I was working at Walmart at the time. I was 19 and I didn't have any real prospects. I wasn't going to college. I didn't have any skills or any way of like learning one. And like there was one day when I was just sitting at the Walmart and I was like, is this where I'm going to be in five, five years? I didn't see another future other than that. So yeah, I went and did something different. Interesting. And the Navy just was the first people I talked to really, if it would have been the air force or the Marines, I probably would have been one of them. (laughs) They were just the lucky ones to see me. (laughs) No brand loyalty here, right? No, not at all. Well, I mean, the the Navy appealed to me because there was less likely to get shot at. And they did guarantee like the MOS and like the tech schools that you're going to go to. None of the other ones would actually put a full guarantee on that. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, taught me, Taught me electric, electrical skills, a uh, bunch of other useless stuff about nuclear power that I don't use anymore. But Nuclear power is kind of dope. Yeah, it's really just hot rocks. That's all it is. We've been doing steam power since, what, 1600s? Uh, you know, I actually, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. It sounds fancy, but all it is is just a hot rock. You're just making steam. It's all the same shit. Huh. Power generation hasn't really changed. Things I didn't realize. Basically a glorified thermostat. Just trying to keep it from getting too hot. Hmm. Yeah, they, they've done a very good job of making it sound way cooler than what you just said. Right? Or scarier. Yeah. When I was going through Either power or. school, <laughs> when I was going through power school, they were telling us about Greenpeace losing their shit because 
they they kept sending like scanners over the plant trying to say that trying to look for like radiation like leaks and like basically claiming we're bad for the environment and then they'd flow over the coal plant and like we're picking up readings off the charts so they had this theory that the nuke plant was actually hidden in the coal power plant coal plant (laughs) yeah (laughs) and that this was just a front that we weren't actually doing anything there (laughs) wow coal's dirty man i just don't know what to tell you nuclear power is pretty freaking clean as long as you uh, can get rid of the waste just bury it under the mountain, right? Exactly. And then hope that, uh, you know, next generation can deal with it. <laughs> <clears throat> that's the part that's slightly, uh, like, crazy to me. I mean, it's like, what do we do with that? Ah, just dig a big hole and it'll be fine. I feel like that's never served anyone. I know, right? That is actually, <laughs> like, the choice, like, shore duty, too, in the Navy. You get to be the guy who rides the train as a security guard with all the nuclear waste. Oh, people want to do that? That's uh, that's like the cushy job. You don't have to shave. You have to wear civvy clothes. Wow. I'm learning oh, yeah. so much tonight. <laughs> I know. Uh, all this useful information about the military, in case you decide to join. Definitely not going to happen. Uh, if any of your kids do go, let, them, let me talk to them. I'll show them how to milk the system. <laughs> the best out of it. <laughs> well, not have that... a miserable time in boot camp. <laughs> mm, freaking boot all right, camp. All right, so... I think we should probably wrap this thing up. That was pretty good. It was nice uh, getting to know you guys a little bit more, hearing some more of the personal details, the things that make y'all tick. Yeah, absolutely. I think we should, uh, we should maybe organize some more of these kind of fun things. Yeah, we should come yeah, we in should. with like three or four questions each to ask of the others. Uh, should we do one for Christmas? Yeah, yeah I'm that. down. All right, let's do it. But that's going to be it for today, I think, though. So thanks, Bob. I thank you, Banks, for stopping by and just shooting the shit. Uh, make sure you check out those links in the episode description. Check out Vanta. There's that free trial. Make sure I have a link for that in the description, too. Uh, and then just have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Somebody else want to wrap us up? Because I'm off the clock. <laughs> I'll Baba do it. Oh, God. <laughs> Send us home, Baba. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Um, hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Stay away from the screens. Um, have a good conversation with somebody you care about. Because life is short. Thanks for listening. Oh, nailed it. Beautiful. That was great. Hey, thanks. I'm a natural. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. 
Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. This podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only, does not constitute financial or investment advice, and should not be construed as such. The hosts, guests, and contributors of this podcast are not licensed financial advisors, brokers, or professionals. Any trading or investment decisions made based on the content of this podcast are solely at the listener's discretion and risk. Trading and investing in financial markets carry inherent risks and past performance is not indicative of future results. Listeners should conduct their own research and seek advice from qualified financial professionals before making any financial decisions. The views, opinions, and information shared in this podcast are those of the individual contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views or policies of the podcast creators or associated organizations. Produced by China Shop Productions. (laughs) 